Hello listeners, you're listening to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to let you know that we're actually brought to you by Fortnite and their latest mode, the creative mode. You're kind of wondering, what is creative mode? It's pretty cool, honestly. I've checked it out recently. What it is, is you can go into your Fortnite maps just like you normally could. There's a bit of a difference, though. You can create whatever you want. You can create all these different structures and different things that you want, and unlike the regular Fortnite Battle Royale mode where people are gunning for you and trying to kill you, you can do this without any stress. And then here's what's great. Once you've created the map that you want to make, you can create a custom game mode around it so you can play with your friends. I don't know, maybe you want to make a golf map Maybe you want to make a tower defense mode. You can make whatever you want in this creative mode, and that's what's so cool. Fortnite is something else entirely. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't like it, but what you are going to like is that creative mode allows you to try different modes and different types of gameplay in a way that's both comfortable, new, and friendly, but all the while it's still Fortnite. So check it out, and with that, let's get on with this episode of Three Angry Gamers. Thanks for your time, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Jamie and Dennis. How are you two doing? Pretty good. Nice. I'm pretty good. Nice. Yeah. It's a good day to be playing some video games. I don't know. It's like overcast here in Vancouver, so I'm like, oh, this is good enough of an excuse to stay in and play some video games. So, Or talk about video games. Um, yeah, it just got real cold here and miserable. It snowed on Halloween. It was terrible. So. Oh. Wait, snow wow. on Halloween? That's like yeah. so confusing. It was, it was miserable. It it was snowing, cold, wet, disgusting. No one was out trick or treating. No, weird. that's when you uh, like open up a delivery service. You like deliver some yeah. candy, please. Yeah. Uh, cool. Wow. Well, let's talk about some video game news. BlizzCon uh, started on Friday, and they had their big. Uh, opening ceremony where they made all the big announcements. Uh, I would say out of all the things they announced, uh, probably at least half of those were uh, leaked ahead of time. One of those was a no-brainer. Uh, actually, I'd probably say the other half were probably both no-brainers, but yeah. It's, uh, maybe it wasn't the most surprising, but I think it was uh, it's like comfort food. It was like nice to just see these things there. So mm-hmm. uh, the first big thing is Diablo 4 is officially announced. Um, Finally. Finally. Yes. <laughs> uh, and if you were not a fan of Diablo 3's cartoony artwork, uh, they quickly rectified that with this one because it looks a lot more gothic, a lot more... Yeah. I want to say realistic, but I guess not really. Like, it's, I mean... Yeah, no, I would use that word, because that's 
the thing that I was thinking when I was looking at all the gameplay and stuff. It really does just like they. You're right. They done away with the whole like cartoony look from mm -hmm. Diablo three. The painted and, kind of look that they had. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. It's definitely darker, mm -hmm. which I like. Yeah. No, I I really enjoyed uh, what I saw in the gameplay. Um, it looks too Good like players. for now at least there's only three classes in this so mm -hmm. there's uh, a mage a warrior and a druid so yep. uh or i guess like not warrior i think it's technically like a barbarian, barbarian. Yeah. yeah barbarian that's right so i thought it was interesting because like those are all diablo 2 classes so i thought it was interesting that they kind of harken back to diablo 2 i know there was a rumor for a long time of a diablo 2 remastered but i read a rumor online that they are basically try treating like Diablo Four like it's a sort of a callback to Diablo Twos, and I think it might make sense with the classes. So, so bring in Amazon and uh, say. <laughs> I mean, and, we better get a Necromancer. Uh, that's, that's always been my favorite Diablo class. I remember when Diablo Three when they announced the Necromancer, I was like, perfect, give me that. Um, but yeah, the gameplay looks really solid. Uh, I mean, there's no real surprises here in terms of gameplay. This is an ARPG, uh, but I think just seeing it in action, seeing how it looks, like, I don't know. I got total Diablo 2 vibes from watching this, yeah. and yeah, that's all I needed, I guess, you know? Hmm. Um, that's good. I played a lot of Diablo 3, and I actually felt like, hmm, this gameplay doesn't look like it changed much from Diablo 3, um, at least from, you know, the way the skill tree works and mm -hmm. the way that they added although a little bit like of a passive tree per class mm -hmm. um and it seems like it doesn't do too much but you know little passive bonuses here and there you know extra rage whatever but you know i feel like i feel like i'm still kind of looking forward to it yeah I think it's just a comfort thing. Like, this is not going to blow your mind, but this is just more of what yeah. you want from Diablo. Like, this right, isn't like exactly. Diablo is a first-person shooter or anything. Like, this is just more of the same, uh, and that's not always a bad thing. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I saw there was a lot of controversy online with uh, female Diablo, so I think mm. some people were maybe not that happy about that. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, it makes total sense based on the last game, so like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought we were... That controversy happened last game, so yeah. I think we're over with that. Yeah. Um, and they did show, like, Diablo in some art that was a little bit more masculine, so mm -hmm. I think you're gonna maybe have Diablo hopping around different bodies, maybe? So, mm -hmm. I don't know. Because that's the whole thing with uh, Diablo. He just takes over someone's right. body and that's that so have they announced a date i didn't see one i just know no, that they, they announced like platforms and, uh, yeah, yeah no they, they said it's not soon not right. even blizzard soon which makes me think it's going to be like four or five years out but so. but i thought i saw somewhere where they said it's coming to ps ps4 and yeah. xbox one oh. which i'm like wait what so that means it's got to be kind of soon because those consoles are like on their way out like i do think it'll probably be a 2020 game uh if i had to guess it'd probably be like summer 2020 because they yeah they showed that it was coming to ps4 xbox one i don't think they would have said that if it was coming to next gen consoles right um so i definitely think we're getting it on those 
on those uh, on the PS4. I mean, you'll probably get a PS5 Xbox Scarlet, sure. whatever it ends up being called, version, mm-hmm. but ultimate I, monster yeah. edition. <laughs> like, I imagine that yeah, it is probably coming in 2020, especially because like they wouldn't have shown gameplay if it was like four or five years out, like. You know the fact that they showed gameplay says to me like they've got at least a good portion of it done. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I guess yeah, we'll see. Classes. And I think maybe summer of 2020 might be a little unrealistic. Like maybe even fall. But, yeah. Because I right guess you could probably. Come out. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sure you could probably like have it at E3 this year. They're like, oh yeah, we're also doing a PS5 version as well yeah. or something. So. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, this looks good. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I my only real complaint is there's only the three classes. I they didn't say anything about them announcing new classes, so I hope that they bring in some more. Um, some people were like breaking apart the marketing material, and it sounds like maybe it's just three classes, but I don't know. I I doubt mm. it. Like you got to bring in more. You got to bring in like yeah. a rogue and a necromancer and other stuff. Paladin. Yeah. So. I mean, even Diablo three launched with like what five mm-hmm. classes, I think. Right. So mm, they have to. Yeah, I think you'll probably get like, I don't know, like a good balance of them. But we'll see how it goes. I'm just really hoping that we get uh, a few more classes. I really hope it's not just the three that were announced. Although I do really like the druid. I was watching gameplay for that. And I'm like, I think I mm. might start with the druid. So. Cool. Unfortunately, they did not announce anything related to the mobile Diablo game. So, <laughs> do you think that's still even a thing? Or I, I, I don't know. Been... Like, I wonder if they just like silently canceled it because of the outrage. Like, I still want to play Diablo on my phone. So, like, just let it come out. <laughs> I honestly think that probably got like silently canceled. Like, yeah, they're not going to bring it up by any stretch. But like, there will be like an interview down the road. Somebody will be like, "Whatever happened to Diablo Immortal?" And they'll just be like, "What are you talking about?" I don't know what, what Diablo mobile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can play Diablo Four on a laptop. That's mobile. Huh? So, um, cool. Well, that wasn't the only BlizzCon news. Uh, Overwatch Two finally confirmed after like probably months of leaks. Um, so it's a little confusing. I don't even think we probably fully know how this will work for Overwatch One players, but. Uh, Essentially, what they're saying is is that the PvP will cross over with Overwatch 1. All the new characters that they add to Overwatch 2 will be playable in Overwatch 1. Same with the maps. The only thing that you're not getting in Overwatch 1 that you would get in Overwatch 2 is the solo adventure. Like, the PvE stuff. Uh, I guess it's not solo. I think it's technically, like, co-op, sort of like Left 4 Dead. Uh, That would not be included. So... And they did say it, it is a complete game. So, um, from the sounds of it, my guess, my working theory is that if you don't have Overwatch 1, you could buy Overwatch 2 separately. It will include everything that's in mm-hmm. Overwatch 1, as well as that PvE adventure. I'm guessing that if you own Overwatch 1, there'll probably be like a reduced fee to basically get that PvE mode, like maybe 30 bucks, something like that, to add that mode in. That's my working theory right now. But. Mm. Yeah, Jeff Kaplan, the head of that studio, he basically came out to talk about it, and I literally watched that like a few times, and I'm like, it still makes no sense. <laughs> Have they said if it's like the same exact engine? Like, is it just like 
they did running on the exact same thing and looks exactly the same graphical quality because it seems like if they're trying to get people to buy a separate thing it would have to be like a jump up in like visuals or something like mm. not just the single player content if you're going to pay 60 bucks yeah that's why i think if you don't have the game like that would make sense why you would pay yeah. a full 60 dollars especially if you're basically getting everything that's in overwatch one like if you buy uh overwatch two and it has everything in there then that's fine but they also said too that like if you have overwatch one all your cosmetics will carry over too which makes it seem like it would basically just be an expansion for the first game yeah that's exactly what i'm sitting here thinking it just sounds like an expansion rather than a new game why like what yeah. makes it two like, well, they did say that it doesn't make any sense. They did say there was a engine upgrade, but it didn't sound like that was necessarily exclusive to Overwatch Two. So I don't know. This whole thing I'm is looking now to see if that is the case. I somewhere I did see that it was exclusive, but now I can't find that. So mm -hmm. I like I said, I think the my running theory is if you have Overwatch One, it'll probably just be like an in-game cost upgrade to upgrade to Overwatch Two. If you have, if you don't have Overwatch One, you can just right. buy Overwatch Two at full price, and you'll get all that, which would make sense because if you can buy Overwatch One at full price, then mm -hmm. you can just buy Overwatch Two. You'll get that game plus all the extra stuff. So and that also makes sense too because they've always touted Overwatch as a game as a service, and it always, it didn't quite make sense when they announced it that it would be like Overwatch Two because that kind of breaks that model. Um, but. Either way, I mean, there was two new heroes that they announced. There was the um, the girl that looked a little bit like Soldier, and then there was like that robot right. girl with the blue face. So <laughs> I'm t yeah. describing them terribly, and but flies around and yeah, pretty cool. I mean, I always liked the character design of Overwatch. Mm -hmm. I do like. Oh, and they did announce that basically, like you'll be able to modify your loadout for the different skills that you have but i don't know if oh. that's in pve only or if that's in pvp too because that would be a that would be a little different but they showed that off but i don't know if that's exclusive to one mode or the other but basically they saying like you can swap out different abilities which i think could be cool like i was thinking about like say for instance torborn you want to play him like more with his turrets like maybe there's a way you could like just modify his loadout skill set to adjust to that so the whole thing's very exciting but also confusing and i feel like we still just don't know answers um but that's probably mm -hmm. coming next year as well i would imagine if mm -hmm. well, 2020 so cool uh and then uh world of warcraft there was a new expansion announced shadowlands uh yeah the cutscene for that was pretty amazing actually Yes. Right. Yeah, it looked uh, uh, kind of nuts. Man, Blizzard always delivers on their cinematics. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Right. Yeah. Didn't expect really curious, what happened there. Really curious how they're gonna, what they're gonna do in this expansion. Like it seems like for the most part, like they were sh showing stuff like here's some new zones, here's some new uh, quests, and here's some new dungeons. Like I didn't see any. Like usually they have like a feature that's like new class or new races or new something like that mm -hmm. makes mm -hmm. you want to play a character or a different character uh, uh, than you have been playing. But like, it doesn't seem like any of that was in this. They had some like new, like pledge your allegiance to one of four like 
houses or something like that 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 maybe that changes the way you play or i don't know like mm -hmm. it, it all seems very vague still in that regard but yeah there's more lich king stuff so i'm excited for that yeah it does they were saying that like there's a little bit more customization to your character that's why there's mm -hmm. no new hero or class or whatever so um yeah that i thought that was kind of weird but then i guess it kind of makes sense like if you're able to customize your hero a bit more like that's kind of what world of warcraft's all been about so yeah like if you can customize it a bit more and make it more your own like sure why not um yeah and they also i think they said in an interview too like there was no new class that really jumped out at them so it kind of just mm -hmm. made more sense to do the customization but yeah i'm kind of curious mm. like because i think shadowland at least in the world of warcraft lore refers to like the afterlife more yes, or less yeah so that could be interesting yeah, there's if, if there's like shadow versions of your various mm -hmm. like classes and whatnot there's definitely like a very high chance that there's going to be some uh characters that are brought back i'm guessing that mm -hmm. have been gone from the story for a couple of years since they've been dead yeah uh, so we'll see how that goes but yeah i'm excited for it uh i always you know end up trying to pick up the new expansion when it first comes out and then i get bored and stuff <laughs> but uh yeah. i'll probably pick this one up too uh cool cool yeah all right it's probably you think it's gonna be like the hearthstone shadow kind of stuff because when i think of that when you mentioned that i just was reminded of like shadow priest meta <laughs> yeah <laughs> in hearthstone <laughs> so now we're gonna have the same thing happen in world of warcraft maybe i think could, like, like that's what i'm thinking like you could probably have like a shadow warrior or something like that so mm. that would be a cool. way of like taking your existing classes and making them a little more interesting so speaking of hearthstone there's two big announcements uh the first is new expansion this is kind of a no-brainer i mean if you look at like the uh timeline of announcements it's always blitzcon they announced the last one of the year so this wasn't too surprising but mm -hmm. uh descent of dragons which i'm very excited about because i love the dragon meta in hearthstone they did say this will have the most amount of new dragons of any expansion so hell yeah bring on more dragons cool. yeah <laughs> they even called out dragon priest in the thing so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> I've always I I used to play uh, Dragon Priest way back in the day. I think the first time I ever got to uh, Legend was playing as a Dragon Priest. So um, yeah, they were like, "Oh no, it's not just Dragon Priest. Everyone will have dragons to play with." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, just give me my Dragon Priest and then we'll talk." Um, but yeah, uh, the Scent of Dragons will wrap up the story that has been carried out through the last couple of expansions. Uh, the big things in this are that there will be new hero cards. So it, there's always the same classes, kind of similar to World of Warcraft, where, yeah, they just have those classes. I don't think they'll ever add new classes, but they have these hero cards. These basically replace your hero, and they usually have, like, a battle cry as well as a um, new hero power. Uh, so this one that they are adding is going to be dragons, so you can replace your hero with a dragon, which is pretty cool um nice. yeah and they also added uh side quests which are going to be like smaller quests that aren't as impactful as like the main quest but you can play those 
They did say that the side quest won't start in your hand, which is kind of interesting because quests, at least those cards, always start in your hand, so at least you can play them right mm -hmm. away, like turn one, and build up to it. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, but yeah, looks pretty cool. And then they announced a new mode, which was kind of funny because they were like, there's a new way to play uh, Hearthstone, and I'm thinking like, oh, are they like announcing this for the Switch? And then they were like, um, they're like, no, it's just Battlegrounds. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's a new mode. It's eight versus eight, which is interesting. Um, and it's like an auto chess kind of game. So I don't know. No, really? Yeah. I don't know. That's I watched... pretty cool. Yeah. I was actually watching the gameplay of it. It looks super interesting. I mean, I'm going to say this, as like a Hearthstone purist, I was watching this, I'm like, this isn't Hearthstone, but I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I can warm up to it. Like, I, I don't know, it's it's just weird to me to see like Hearthstone in such a different form, but I mean, yeah, it does look pretty, pretty solid. So uh, that's going into beta next week, actually. Uh, so they're starting to roll that out. And apparently if you pre-order the new expansion, you get early access to that beta, so if you want to try that out nice. yep all right and you know i i say this every expansion but if you're playing hearthstone stop spending your gold start saving it up every time they started announcing a mm -hmm. new expansion like don't spend your gold just save it for the expansion so that's my little tip for every hearthstone player out there cool well, that's it for blizzcon stuff i'm sure we'll get more news on the bigger projects like diablo 4 and overwatch 2 in the months to come but I think this is overall pretty good for Blizzard. I mean, they've had probably a little bit of a bad PR hoopla in the last couple of months, and I think, you know, they managed to maybe reverse course a little bit. I know some people, like, didn't like the apology that the uh, CEO gave, or the president. He came oh, out on I stage and he quote-unquote apologized. I don't know. I I thought it was kind of a odd apology, but, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get into the politics. I mean, I'm just here for the games, and the games were solid, so... I'll, I'll take it um but something that's maybe uh not as f maybe fondly taken last of us part two delayed to may 29th 2020 uh, uh yeah not <laughs> not like totally surprised because uh you know sony doesn't have any problem delaying games no um and this is not the first time they delayed a game from february to may i think god of war got the same uh general window move because i think it was originally supposed to come out in mm -hmm. early uh early year and it came out in april like late april so mm -hmm. unsurprised but a little sad that we're not mm -hmm. getting it as soon as we would but if it's for the best then uh, who cares yeah no i definitely uh i'm not surprised i also pardon me thinks too like they were <laughs> I mean, they want the game to be perfect. So, I yeah. mean, if they're going to take the time and the game's going to be perfect, sure. This isn't like a delay and the game's going to come out and just still be terrible. Like, right. They they know that they need it to be perfect. So, I think they're just taking the time to make sure it's as perfect as possible. The so. only weird thing that was about it was like, it came, the delay announcement came like so close after the actual original date announcement came that it just seemed like the timing was weird on it. Like they knew they were going to have delay uh, and they were just trying to like get through something and then they kind of finally just couldn't do it and mm -hmm. they had to announce the date. You know, before yeah. they were able to confirm that. So. 
Well, better late, better. Yeah. Wait, for sure. that made no sense. Better, better late than late. never. Better, better late. Better late than, than never, but I also meant that better late and and be as better, a better yeah. product. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like rush it out. I knew what you meant, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, English is hard. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I know people hate when games get delayed, and it it sucks. Like. I think when Doom Eternal got delayed, I was, like, slightly disappointed, but I just talked myself out of it. I'm like, no, you know what? It's going to be a better game. Like, it's fine. Talked myself out of it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, every time a game gets announced as being delayed, like, I'll always get, like, a little bit upset. And then I just stop and think about it. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to make the game a better game overall. So I can't complain. And um, usually, like, when there's delays, like, it's, it's, like, there's a bunch of other games coming out at that time, and now I just have more time to play those games. Yeah, so, exactly. I think of it like that way, in the positive, uh, glass half full way. So for sure, and it's like the game's still coming out, so it's not like yeah, they were like not canceled. canceled. It's not, yeah. So okay. Uh, next up, Bethesda, and probably one of the most worst PR moves they could have made of all time. Uh, reveals <laughs> Fallout seventy six is optional. Uh, one hundred oh. year dollar subscription called Fallout First gives you and up to seven friends private worlds to play in just fantastic possibly the worst thing they've ever done like <laughs> yeah it's and here's so the thing is it's optional but still it's still terrible like it's it's optional but the things that they're adding for it are so slimy like it's just like mm -hmm. we have limited the storage space in this game to a point where you kind of you know are, are wanting something like this and then we're going to charge you know almost ten dollars a month yeah. to have this unloaded storage cool yeah it's uh it's not playing well with their audience uh i mean there's not much of a fallout 76 audience to begin with but it's not playing well with them and uh, so yeah. they they also had some problems like when they rolled it out at first, I guess, like, the features that they had been paying for uh, weren't working. So mm -hmm. it's, it's bad. Yeah. Like, private servers that aren't really private. Uh, right. Your item box thing was, like, deleting your items. There was some fucked up shit going on. Mm-hmm. Stupid. So it's, uh, the whole thing just screams terrible idea. I mean... I can see what they're going for here because I'm uh -huh. sure the game has gotten a little stagnant sales wise and they're probably yeah. looking at what some people have mentioned, which is private servers. Uh, I would imagine that, yeah, private servers are not going to be cheap. So that makes sense. But still, I think it's compounding, just terrible all around. Like, couldn't you have it where maybe at least people could like earn that in game? Like so yeah, many other games, sure. like mm -hmm. you know, maybe you just get enough in game gold that you can pay for it. Like that would be pretty good, and that would probably like at least like if they did that, that would have probably played well. Like people would have been like, yeah, you know what? I could pay a hundred dollars a year, or I could just I could spend build my up time, to it. right? Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that like they're going for straightforward cash. So I don't know. Uh, I I just think like this game will perpetually be known as like the game of bad decisions just overall. Yeah. Like there's no saving it at this point. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go play the Outer Worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just forget about Fallout seventy six Yeah. It's dead to us. I actually went into uh E B games well, known in the States as GameStop and uh when I went in there I saw Fallout seventy six for ten bucks. 
And I'm like, huh, still not worth it. Wow. Full price for that game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the creator of Undertale is making music for Pokemon Sword and Shield, so that's kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Maybe confirmed crossover. No, that's just good music. That would be weird. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, also, too, in the Pokemon front, there's also been some leaked starters, uh, if you care to look that up. It's not that surprising. It's Pokemon. They all look relatively the same, so... But yeah, it still still looks good. Uh, yeah, the music I think should be interesting. I've always liked the Pokemon music if it's even just a little simplistic, but still, it's nice to see that there's some effort being put into it. All right, next up, Sony trade or no? Yeah, Sony trademarks the PlayStation Six, PlayStation Seven, PlayStation Eight, and PlayStation Nine. Uh, so yeah, guess what? We'll all be playing in 2048 or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah probably not too surprising they keep calling all their consoles mm -hmm. the same thing but yeah <laughs> it was kind of funny to read and people just being like we're gonna be dead and they're still gonna be making playstations like yeah pretty much there was a point where people were saying this is gonna be the last console generation and i just don't see that being the case so no there's it's, it's pretty much confirms that <laughs> like no i mean it would be nice but i just don't think there's no money in that for them so yeah right yeah. Uh, so look forward to the PlayStation Nine in uh, what'll that be? 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So, you know, twenty yep. twenty sixty. That's when we'll be seeing the PlayStation Nine. Hopefully, we'll be all uh, you know still able to play games because they won't <laughs> require us to be running around in in virtual reality by then. But uh... it'll just be like <laughs> Wally, where everyone's like in a chair, yeah. just plugged yeah. into the machine. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Ubisoft confirms that Watch Dogs Legion, Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine, and Gods and Monsters are confirmed for the PlayStation 5 slash Xbox Scarlet. Not too surprising, um, but uh, still good to know. Um, I guess uh, Rainbow Six Siege Quarantine, that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, Rainbow Six Siege has done very well for uh, Ubisoft, so having that as a launch title would be a pretty good move on their part. Um, also, Ubisoft kind of is, I think, relatively known for loving the launch windows of a new console. So Right. Just get as many games out there as possible when there's not a lot of games to buy, and yeah. then we'll buy those games. It's, like, foolproof. I would really love if they had a new Far Cry out during launch. Just saying. So. Yeah. Um uh and then finally ea games are coming back to steam this comes after Yay. ea made their own uh quote-unquote shitty i will just say i will just insert that so, it was a shitty games launcher uh did origin yeah, die is it gone uh pretty much i mean mm. down with origin yeah i don't think it was ever popular uh no like, they did not right say it's gone but i mean why would you be putting games on steam when you have your own launcher uh I just think right. it was never that popular to begin with. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, R.I.P. Origin. But, you know what? It's good. I, I was sort of... When there was, like, a, a rumor that they were going to be doing this, I thought, oh, that's good. But I have some games that are on Origin. I'm wondering how that's going to work licensing-wise if I can yeah. transition them over to Steam. So, Yeah, same. Right. I still want to play my Sims. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have the whole Mass Effect trilogy on there. So I kind of would love to be able to play through those one of these days again. Cool. Well, that's it for news. Let's uh, talk about what we've been playing. Um, Jamie, why don't you start us off? What have you been playing this week? Sure. So uh, I played a little bit more of Frostpunk. Um, that game is really cool. I yeah. am not very good at it. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, very hard to like keep your keep your people happy and keep mm-hmm. your heat and everything and managing all those different uh, pieces to keep mm-hmm. everyone from dying or hating you or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've just I've been I've been playing and uh, I've I've gone through and tried and failed several times to uh to keep society going in a post-apocalyptic ice world and uh i don't know it's the good thing is like i enjoy it enough where i don't mind starting over again and trying to learn from my mistakes and seeing what i can do better um yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun and uh probably just keep picking away at it until i can finally get a a successful run where i i don't die like in the first i don't know Years. Is there an end? I don't know. I maybe not. Like it, it might mean, just yeah. the end of that game is when you don't. get kicked out because you're just a yeah. terrible ruler. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I've also been playing uh, Destiny Two, the new expansion that just came out uh, at the beginning of the month uh, or beginning of October, I should say. Um, and uh uh it's different uh they've totally like revamped a lot of things uh Mm. now that bungie is the one driving uh the development of that game uh they took it in a completely different direction from what they've been doing with activision uh they basically added a battle pass uh for their season stuff now so uh there's a little bit more incentive to play like in the past, Destiny had like this this thing where if you had gotten to the level cap and you leveled up, uh, you'd get like some cosmetic stuff every level. And uh, the, they replaced that whole system with this battle pass system that you get for purchasing each season. Uh, there's some exclusive emotes that you can unlock from playing, and uh, there's some some other goodies in there like XP bonuses and stuff like that. So there's like incentive to play and keep playing. Uh, which is something I feel like the uh, previous expansions might not have done as good a job at. Mm. Uh, so I found that I've actually been logging into Destiny a little bit more because I'm like, I really don't want to, you know, get to the end of the season and not be able to unlock as much as I human as humanly possible, um, because then I feel like I just wasted money, you know. So if that was their goal, they have succeeded in, in getting me to continue <laughs> playing Destiny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the it, the other stuff that they've added has actually been like good good improvements. Uh, there's some new uh, activity types called Nightmare Hunt, where you're just kind of like running through and and trying to hunt down like a boss. It's like a quick little boss run thing. Um, there's like scoring involved and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, there's that. There's there's a new dungeon they've been adding. They've been uh, they have this other new Vex uh, offensive mode where it's like mode kind of waves um have been kind of just like incrementally adding things to the game every week which has been something that they started doing in the last expansion but they kind of really fully embraced it now um Mm. so they've been like changing little bits of the the social hub 
and uh, adding new areas to explore and new things every week. It seems like uh, they're just going to keep doing that throughout the expansion. So they're making it more of like a living, uh, breathing world than they have in the past, which has been kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I really like it. Uh, I think there's probably uh, a lot of people that are a little bit upset that it doesn't seem like they added as much content at the out of the gate, but I think that in the long run it'll probably be about the same as they've had in the last expansion just they're spreading it out more so you don't get everything done at once that's mm. interesting so, i'm seeing a lot know. more people playing destiny 2 yeah it it seems like that that it's working like mm-hmm. <laughs> so so they did actually go free to play uh so you can play basic basically everything from like the first year uh without any purchases at all and then, like, if you want to play any expansions, you you know you buy the expansion and you can play through the campaign stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like most of the activities are actually unlocked now without having to buy the expansion. So you can play Gambit. Okay. Um, you can play uh, most of like the PvP stuff. You know, all the maps and everything are all unlocked for everyone now. Uh, you can get like there's no more leveling like you start off at like the same level as everyone else at 750 power or whatever and mm-hmm. then you just get more power uh cap based on which purchases you have so okay um it's, it's just a little different from how it works but it's hmm. that's good i think yeah yeah that sounds different from when i played it yeah i don't good. know if i'll ever try it again like these kind of looter shooters seem to just I get bored of them real fast. Like the other one that I really liked was Warframe. I don't know if you guys played it, Mm. but I used to be super into that game. I put in, I don't know, like 300 something hours in it. And then one day I just like can't do it anymore. I'm like, okay, I'm bored. And now I've tried going back a few times and I just can't. And Destiny is kind of the same thing for me. Mm. Like when they open it up to free to play, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try it. But no, I just can't bring myself to do it because I know it'll just be the same thing over and over again. So. Yeah, it's more of a grind now, I think, too. So, like, it's a different kind of grind than it was in the past. You, you used to be able to, like, level up really fast, and then you just kind of mm-hmm. had nothing to do. And they kind of made it so, like, it feels a little bit more even, where you're actually mm-hmm. moving towards a goal now, and you don't have to do everything in, like, the first day, you know? So. Right. Yeah, been good. Awesome. And then uh, last thing I've been playing since Friday... Uh, well, actually, I think Thursday night is when I started playing it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Nice. Uh, so that came out on Halloween. Uh, it's very appropriate because, you know, Luigi's Mansion is all about finding ghosts and and money, I guess. It's the other part of it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that game is really fun. Like, uh, it's pretty much the same style of gameplay as the last one uh, and even the first one to some extent. But... Uh, really, it's all about, you know, exploring a big giant, uh, in this one, it's a hotel, uh, and then finding all these little secrets and stuff with your little vacuum cleaner and flashlight ga- gadgets. Uh, yeah, like you start out and, uh, of course, you're hanging out with all your friends, Luigi's partying with Mario and Peach and all that, and then everyone gets kidnapped. And you have to find them, uh, so you get your vacuum cleaner ghostbuster thing that you have in every other game and just start you know looking around and uh there's all sorts of cool little ways to trigger like opening secret areas uh they added a new 
um, multiplayer slash like this character in this one called Gooigi. Uh, oh, yeah. Basically, is a, a Luigi made out of time. <laughs> uh, Gooigi. I think. Yeah, Gooigi, and he and he and uh, spikes and stuff. Say that again. He he can walk through spa, uh, spikes and like bars and stuff. And yeah, cool so like you, you can totally use him to uh, to slip through grates and uh, get into like vents and stuff that you normally couldn't get through, and he can like go into pipes, and uh, it's kind of cool. Like his only real drawback is like he can't go through water so like if there's like a room that's got water pouring through it or something like that you'll have to figure out a way to get around that uh but it's been interesting uh the like the the puzzly part of the game has been very fun for me i like looking for like little secrets and stuff like that so uh it's just been you know cool exploring this mansion uh you slowly are uncovering like uh, new floors to explore by finding these like elevator buttons because when you start out like you get in the elevator and someone's stolen all the buttons out of the elevator so you can only go to like one floor and as you've done things throughout the game like you slowly unlock new floors um, there is some multiplayer aspects that I haven't tried yet uh, aside from the co-op stuff that uh, like you can have like a eight person like I don't know, competitive multiplayer, I think is, is what it is. Uh, and then there's also like the co-op like multiplayer mode where you kind of like go through this other tower. Um, but I have not tried either of those yet. I'm trying to get a little further in the solo campaign first, and then I'll probably go through and check those things out. Um, cool. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, very highly recommended if you're into the previous games and if you're at all into uh, like spooky kind of stuff, it's like a nice pg spooky game so nice yeah and luigi's matching games are always a lot of fun uh i think people sometimes maybe forget that but man, yeah there's just a whole lot of fun so right cool um all right i guess uh i'll go next uh, you can probably go. I haven't played anything more interesting than last few times. Just still playing the surge. It looks like. Yeah, it's so fun. I've been really enjoying it, but I'm just being really slow. Mm. I mean, I'm not very good at it, obviously. <laughs> Although I'm getting better, but you know, oh, it's, it's like a... Dark Souls, and I'm learning yeah. as I go. And now I'm kind of stuck on this boss, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm still playing. Uh, it is a. Uh... You know, pretty much like a Dark Souls game, and those games don't aren't quick. Like you got to take your time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I think I'm at about twenty eight nine hours. So, mm-hmm. um, cool. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Death Stranding, uh, <laughs> a game that yeah. uh, I'm allowed to talk about finally, and I don't know if I should be allowed to talk about it because uh, definitely there's <laughs> some conflicted opinions on this. So, if you don't know anything about Death Stranding, this is the latest game from Hideo Kojima, who used to work on Metal Gear Solid back when he worked for uh, Konami. They broke up, and now he's doing his own thing. (laughs) And if you ask me, maybe he should have stuck with something that was a little more established. I think maybe he had a little bit too much free reign in this uh, game to Mm -hmm. sort of make what he wants, which in some ways is kind of interesting. Like, there's a lot of sort of interesting ideas here 
Uh, I don't know if necessarily they all work, but uh, the gist of it is is that uh, America sort of there's there's an event that happens that basically sort of causes uh, a very large chunk of America's population to be wiped out, uh, and the like sort of society that remains is very small, isolated chunks. Uh, and there's a lot of like sort of areas between the cities that are sort of very hostile and just sort of full of terrors and whatnot. So there's a need for these delivery people called porters. Um, and they basically deliver supplies and various things between the cities. And so you play as a character who, uh, Sam Bridges, who is one of those porters. So very much, uh, I mean, I think we were joking w earlier on in this game's development that this is a walking simulator. It mm -hmm. actually kind of is. Like, it's <laughs> very much, you go to somebody and they say, go pick up this item and bring it back to me. And again, as a porter or delivery person, that is essentially your job in the game. So you go out and there's various ways to traverse the world and some of those can be kind of interesting like you do pick up some tools that sort of help you traverse uh the world in some really interesting ways but i mean as interesting as it may be to like swim around like an otter in a creek it's still pretty <laughs> much you going to go on a massive fetch quest and some people might find that interesting i frankly didn't like i got pretty bored after a while of having to go and pick up things and bring them back um then you sort of find out that like sam's got a bit more of like a larger sort of goal of reconnecting the cities um so you start to get into like almost honestly kind of like a city building kind of thing it gets really sort of weird so you have to build roads between the various cities and as you're building those roads people will start to use it and people will start to connect and you'll notice that like some of the cities might like get a little more cultured or might get some more resources or uh in the case of m me like that was all happening but also too like they even improved the road so i built like a very rough road and i came back and it was like a highway after a while and there's people going on so i was like oh, that's kind of cool so that kind of stuff was actually kind of interesting to actually see like these cities that i was connecting through my efforts actually start to thrive and do well uh that part was actually kind of fun and i think if you're thinking about like what kojima brings he brings like these kind of like weird little elements to these games and i think that was definitely one of it um so yeah that was that was pretty fun um the first like 10 hours of the game is sort of a lot of world building and i think it took a little too much time sort of explaining the world i think that could have been a little more condensed like after a while i wanted to see a bit more of what was going on rather than just here's the world that they live in and i guess it's sort of tough to maybe have a game like this and not want to explore the world but it did feel like it was just going on way too long uh and i mean hate to say this but if you're a fan of if you're not a fan of cutscenes, like this game just sort of lays it all on thick so um yeah i i there's more to it than that i don't want to spoil like there is combat i'll say that much like there is sort of some more antagonistic forces uh there is a villain that 
he is probably like he just chews the scenery every time he's up like he's not a very well fleshed out villain i don't want to spoil too much because there is sort of some reveals there that i just don't want to touch on but uh yeah there was certainly some parts of the villain that i was just like okay you're just here to basically fill the villain role like you you're not interesting really you're just sort of there to be the villain um i don't know there's a lot about this game that kind of gets tedious kind of gets boring but there's also some parts that i really enjoy uh i would say this is probably a game that i wouldn't pay full price for uh like it does seem like a game that honestly would be better suited if it was like 30 or 40 or 50 percent off uh i know that you know a lot of people are going to probably pick up this game regardless and i think if you pick it up and you're really like a kojima fan like you'll still probably enjoy this for everyone else i'd probably maybe wait a little bit until it maybe goes down in price but i would still recommend that people pick it up and try it if you know maybe at a reduced price because i think if you didn't pay as much you would probably expect a little bit less out of it so I, like, if I were to give this a score, and I'm, I haven't finished the game yet, I think I still have a little bit more to go, I'd probably give it, like, a 7 out of 10. So. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's a Kojima game, for better or for worse. So. <laughs> um, cool. Are you done it, or are you, like, mostly done it, or...? Uh, it's kind of hard to say, because there's no guides or anything out, because I was, like, trying to look up, like, where I'm at, but... Technically, the game's not out until this week, so I have no idea where I'm at. I emailed the okay. rep, and I told them where I was at, and they told me that I was roughly around 80% done. At least in the main okay. campaign. Like, obviously, there's going to be more that I could do, but, like, in terms of the main campaign, I'm roughly around 80% done. So. All right. Um, let's uh, talk about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, a game that I was actually... I wasn't that uh, excited for until I played the beta. I thought the beta was a lot of fun. And so I immediately pre-ordered the game after the beta. And it's, I've actually been very pleasantly surprised with how much I've been enjoying the game. Uh, so the game is broken up into three unique parts. You have the uh, ever so reliable multiplayer. Uh, they've brought back a single player campaign for this after taking it out of last year's Black Ops 4. And then you also have like a spec ops kind of mode. Uh, I think I forget the actual name of it, but it's basically like some co-op missions you can play with your friends. Um, so the campaign I haven't quite finished yet. Uh, it's good. I just I'm more of a multiplayer guy, but I have been playing through it. I will say like one of the nice things about the single player is that you do unlock some stuff in multiplayer. So one thing I've actually kind of liked is. There were certain things that I wanted to unlock, and I looked it up, and they were like, well, just complete the story mission, and you unlock this. So I was like, oh, perfect. Well, I'll just go play some story missions, and so I can unlock it. So that was kind of cool. Um, the multiplayer is just fantastic. I think it's probably the most balanced that a Call of Duty multiplayer has ever been. Uh, a lot of the weapons and configurations that you can come up with are all really unique and interesting. Uh, I certainly have been having fun, like, just going in and going, well, what if I put, like, a silencer on this weapon? And I feel like anytime I actually go play with that weapon, it feels uniquely different. Like, anytime I'm adding a attachment, it feels like a different weapon entirely. And that's something that, I guess, like, kind of makes sense. But I think it just, the, the weight of what you're changing actually kind of feels, like, throughout that weapon. It's something that 
like, I don't know, probably some Call of Duty games in the past haven't done as well, in my opinion, but I just like how if I put, like, on some stronger ammo, like, immediately I can notice, like, okay, after a couple hits, this guy's going down compared to, like, maybe five shots would be taken to, or needed to take him down, so. Um, the map variety is good. The mode variety is also really good, although I tend to stick with Team Deathmatch, even though it's, like, there's other modes I just prefer to have a simpler one. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't really dived into the spec ups yet. I just don't really have anybody to play with yet, but it's pretty fun uh, from what I have played in the few like off missions I've tried. So I'd give this like a 9 out of 10. I'm really enjoying it. Um, have you played a lot of the Ground War or at least tried it? Yeah, so Ground War is pretty much like their battlefield killer yeah um it, that's why i was interested in it like how does that feel it's actually pretty to, good i don't know if you've played a lot of battlefield before but yeah um i definitely i like it uh i think my only issue with it is like when i first played it i went in with one of my regular builds and i got crushed and i realized that like i needed like a weapon with a bit more range on it so i went back and made a new class with a bit more of a range kind of focus on my my build and then i went back and played it and i actually did pretty well so i don't know i kind of wish i maybe knew that a bit going in but i mean it's not really a huge deal it's just more of like something i had to learn like oh yeah my smg is not gonna really do too well in a map where everyone's got like ranged assault rifles and sniper rifles and stuff so um but that it was pretty fun and the there is like a good variety of like vehicles that you can ride on and stuff like that and obviously with the kill streaks and stuff it just makes it so much more fun so I really, I've been enjoying that mode. Um, and then finally Hearthstone, still playing that. I, uh, yeah, I'm just getting ready for the new expansion. So that's, that's, that's really it. Not much more to say about Hearthstone. I just, I did actually get a few new legendaries in opening my packs. I was actually kind of lucky. I was just opening packs and there was like three packs in a row where I got legendaries. I'm like, oh, I got horseshoes up my ass or something. So that never happens. So cool. Yeah, Dennis, I guess you've just been playing the, the Surge, so. Yeah, I'm boring this week. I Well, I mean, I guess every week. It's always Truck Simulator or some random thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's because, I don't know, I don't play games very quickly. I don't know how you guys get through your games so fast. I just, uh, the trick I is, is like you just I... ignore everything else in your life. You're like, uh. <laughs> well, maybe, but I guess you guys, I assume you guys play... But the games that do have like exploration or anything like that, I don't know if you guys are just the kind of people who just go straight through the main quest and maybe some of the side quests. But mm. like even in the surge, I was like spending two to three hours yesterday just kind of grinding and exploring because mm -hmm. I wanted to build this armor set and I haven't made like any progress. <laughs> so I just I'm not very quick, I guess. I don't think that I'm particularly quick at games either, though. I just play a lot of them and don't finish any of them. Or if I do finish them, I play. Oh. So that's the two. Like either, I either play it and I stop playing okay. it like a quarter of the way through, or I'll play it and I'll get up. Really? So. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't stop playing. Like I, I feel like I need to finish the game unless it's like so horrendously bad that I honestly don't have fun and i think it's a waste of my time yeah. but even if it's like remotely like oh this is entertaining i feel the need to finish the game that's a good thing i have gaming add so i don't do that. <laughs> I just play everything and then i don't finish a lot of things so i kind of wish i had that gaming add because i have so many games in my library i want to get through 
<laughs> now, I want to try this Frostpunk game. This sounds really fun right up my alley. But... All yeah. right, well, it does sound like a game you would probably yeah. enjoy. Yeah, um, I think so too. Yeah. My, uh, I, I have the problem of like, I'll start a game and then I feel like my back catalog or whatever, like, like just staring at me and I'll be like, all right, let's finish mm-hmm. this quickly and move on to the next game. But I don't know. At least the nice thing about like these digital libraries and stuff now is like, you can do that. And then maybe down the road, you're like, I want to boot up Spider-Man and just play around that sandbox a little bit. You know, you can do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's why I like Steam and stuff I just love because I'm like, well, that game's never really gone. It's still there. It's just maybe you just yeah. play it, move on, and then come back to it at a later time. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, that is it. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see you all next time. We're hopefully uh, pretty sure we'll be able to talk more about Death Stranding and probably... I think Pokemon will be out by the time we record the next one, too. So probably talk about Pokemon, too. Cool. Until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Cool. Bye-bye.